Welcome to the MyCloud Podcast. I am your host, Sergio Delamo. I am here today again with uh, Álvaro Sánchez Mariscal. How are you, Álvaro? I'm very good, thank you. Hi, Sergio. How are you? Good, good. How was DevOx Morocco? It was great. It's an amazing conference full of people, uh, great content, um, several MyCloud Talks uh, and GraalVM. So, yeah, definitely an awesome event. I was jealous looking at the pictures in Twitter of the awesome menu. So yeah, absolutely looked fantastic. We are here today to talk about uh, a new module uh, that we introduced in Micronaut 370, uh, which we released uh, several, several weeks ago, uh, two weeks, I believe. And Alvaro has done uh, most of uh, the development of the module, so I think he uh, will be a perfect person to talk about uh, Micronaut Object Storage. So... Uh, before talking about that, uh, let's uh, cover the agenda, Alvaro. And for agenda, we have actually uh, many upcoming talks. So first of all, this week we have a free uh, Oilland webinar with uh, George Trulli and uh, the nice folks of uh, MicroStream. MicroStream is a really interesting, persistent uh, alternative for uh, building Microsoft applications. And uh, as I said, it's a one hour free uh, online webinar so it should be easy to fit in your uh, schedule since uh, October the 13th uh, at 10 a.m. Uh, central time that's for Europeans that's uh, 4 p.m. I believe um, and if you are in the States then that's 10 a.m. Uh, next week uh, we have uh, Graham in Java 1 uh, together with uh, Bart Pedekwith uh, they have I believe three talks uh, combining both Micronaut and, and GraalVM and also Microdata so if you are lucky enough to be in Java 1 next week don't hesitate to uh, to contact Graham and, and learn more about uh, Micronaut uh, then uh, two weeks from now the 24th and the 25th there is Gcon Prague, uh, where I will be uh, giving a talk about Micronaut uh, Turbo. And the folks of our pools, Vladimir and Simon, they have also two talks about Micronaut as well. Uh, so if you are in, in Prague in, at the end of October, please uh, say hello. And then uh, you have a talk in, in Belgrade. Can you describe what the talk is about and... The dates, Alvaro? Yeah, so it's uh, the uh, 2 and 3 of uh, November. Uh, no, it's actually 3 and 4 um, in in Serbia. Uh, and it's, uh, the conference is uh, HIPCOM. And I will be talking about uh, Micronaut, like an intro, intro talk. I've yeah. been one in, in, in Belgrade in my life, and it's awesome. So I, I'm sure you will enjoy the city and... Yeah. And they are great uh, developers there. Uh, we actually have many people from Serbia now working on the Microsoft Oracle team. So exactly, yes. maybe you have a chance to say hello in person. To I them. will meet them, yes. <laughs> <laughs> then we have uh, two online training events. Uh, I will be uh, teaching a Microsoft Data online training event the 7th uh, and the 10th, between the 7th and the 10th. So that's we typically do four hours a day, three days. So that will be 12 hours. Uh, and my colleague, Zachary Klein, who will be teaching a event-driven microservices with Micronaut uh, training event. Uh, also, um, four hours a day, three days, uh, the, the following week. So that will be between the 14th and the 17th. So uh, we have, as you can see, a packed agenda for the upcoming month. Uh, so hopefully you are able to... One of these conferences near you and you are able to attend. And if not, uh, we have like um, this uh, week uh, the MicroStream webinar and those um, 
trainings in November, microdata and event-driven microservices, those are online. So hopefully those uh, those are possible for you. Uh, without further ado, Alvaro, let's uh, move into the main topic. Can you explain to the listeners what the uh, micro object storage is? Uh, so the, the goal is to provide um, a uniform API uh, to create multi-cloud applications uh, that use ob object storage because uh, we we already had um, like uh, object storage support for uh, you know in the cloud modules like for example in Macronet AWS you could use uh, the S3 API um, and the same for Azure um, Google and Oracle Cloud uh, but uh, you will have to um, you will have to use you know the, you know the different APIs. Uh, Uh, of the cloud SDKs, so the goal of the object storage module is that is to provide a um, um, common API for cloud vendors, uh, so that you can either use it in a multi-cloud um, way, so literally the same code for our providers. This will be possible if you are obviously using you know like common operations that are present in all vendors. Uh, For whatever else, you can always uh, get down to the cloud SDK level and use, um, um, you know, cloud-specific uh, types and methods uh, to, you know, to customize the the work you're doing. So it's, um, uh, you know, while you can do like a multi-cloud application, you can always, uh, you know, um, drill down and and get into the actual cloud cloud SDK details. So that's essentially the goal. And the uh, the operations that we offer at the moment are like the you know the basics like uh, creating objects, reading objects, uh, deleting objects, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, at the moment is everything related to the object API. Um, there are plans to support uh, bucket or um, management operations uh, that's uh, in the roadmap uh, so yeah that's essentially what it does so for those who never heard about object storage um, the idea here is uh, the cloud solution for saving static files right so if you want to if your application for examples um, you give your users the ability to upload a profile picture a jpeg or a png and you want to save it somewhere the best thing to do will be to use one of these object storage solutions and to put those bytes there right or if your application for example has the typical export all my data and i will send you an email once the data is ready and i will send you like a link to a huge csv file uh, or something like that so that's kind of place where you will save all those Uh, bytes uh, that's what typically cloud vendors refers to object storage the most famous one probably is uh, AWS S3 but which which clouds do we support uh, Alvaro is the four major clouds uh, Amazon S3 uh, Azure Blob Storage uh, Google Cloud Storage and Oracle Cloud Object Storage so the way it works is uh, so as Alvaro said right now the API currently doesn't deal with the creation of buckets. You will typically have like a bucket or think about it. I typically think about it like a folder, right? In these object storage solutions. So you will create like a, a, one of these a buckets to save your files there. 
uh, and you add that to configuration, right? You define, you can have, you can configure multiple object storages in your application, but uh, normally you will have like a single one. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, for each of them, you can configure the essentially bucket name and any other potential custom properties for each provider. But at the moment, I think it's essentially the bucket name. If you configure only one, uh, you can just inject uh, what is the name of the class is is object storage operations. So you can inject that that bin that uh, you can inject a bin of that particular type in your in your controllers in your in your singletons. If you have multiple, you will have to use a qualifier to distinguish between them. Exactly, right? you will use at name to specify which one you want. And uh, object storage operations is the parent interface, uh, but you you know. If you're not interested in multi-cloud, you can inject uh, AWS storage operations and, or Azure storage operations, etc. And the common operations that Alvaro were describing are uh, something like uh, you have like a micronode controller which receives file upload and you have something like a completed file upload object and you are able like to go from that object to get the bytes and essentially put them into a bucket. Um, all these solutions, they typically, essentially, you need like a unique key, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for saving in the in the object storage uh, buckets. What will be the flow for the users? They will typically like inject this class into their, in their service or their controller. Right. Generate a unique key. And then we give them basically the API to save them without, they, they don't have to know basically the inner workings of the API, right? Exactly. So... Um, so um, there's there's like two main flows. One is uh, uploading a file into an object storage. Now the the question is where is the file coming from? So if the file is coming from the you know from the end the end user like uh, an HTTP client in in your controller you will have um, um, you will have um, normally like a stream file. Uh, so there are utility methods to convert from from both stream file and system file into object storage uh, type, and then you know you will upload that to the actual cloud um, that you're interested in. And uh, the other flow would be like to to you know, to download a file from cloud storage and you can, again, uh, convert that into an HTTP response easily, right? So, so yes, there is, there is like support for integrating from Micronauts, uh, um, you know, upload and download uh, file types for you to do that easily. Um, and also if so just to, to hammer the point that Alvaro said so we have like utility methods if you are like receiving the file in a controller but if you are not so if you are like creating I don't know like a CSV uh, content of a CSV file manually you can like operate with byte array so yes uh, you, you, it's basically whatever you can transform to a byte array you are able to save in a one of these object storage solutions. Uh, we, Alvaro didn't mention, but we also support like delete, as you can imagine. So we support upload a file, download the file, and delete the file. If you are like getting nervous because you want like to access your um, cloud-specific details, uh, don't be because uh, all of our methods they have like a a method version which takes a consumer. So you are able like to customize. I don't know if you need to like set a specific f flag in the file that your cloud vendor supports 
uh, we give you that ability, right? So the, the idea is that we basically take care of the, the, the common operation, the things that you are always having to do. But if you need to go specific, you absolutely can. And as Alba said, uh, you can choose either to inject object storage operation or Oracle Cloud object storage operation or AWS S3 storage operation. So that's, um, you choose if you want to go like more cloud specific or more uh, cloud neutral in your code. Um, apart from uh, what you described about um, handling buckets, what other things are in the roadmap for object storage ever? Uh, so at the moment, as you mentioned, we have uh, upload, uh, retrieve, uh, delete, but also exist. So you can check the existence of an object with retrieving it, uh, list objects, and copy. Uh, we can copy uh, within the same bucket uh, from one key to another key. And in the roadmap, essentially, the idea is to... Um, well, there, there are a few things that we may want to go. One is to have like a bucket or container management API so that you can not only deal with objects within a bucket, but also to manage uh, like the creation of a bucket itself. Uh, uh, creation, deletion, etc. We also want to introduce a reactive version of object storage, storage operations because at the moment uh, the methods uh, have like a blocking API. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that the actual implementation is is blocking because uh, some of the SDKs are by default async. Uh, but you know we we didn't we didn't expose that into a blocking sorry into a non-blocking api with a publisher so so there will be like a publisher a, a variant of object story operations in the next release uh, and the um, <clears throat> another addition that we will add to the api is the ability to come to, to essentially we will extend the resource loader mechanism of Micronaut. Uh, mm -hmm. The resource loader mechanism of Micronaut is something that can convert from from a specific string, like like for example, when you say class path colon and then a path, uh, there is a, um, a resource loader already present that will search um, for for a class path resource on uh, on the class path. Uh, so um, the same is for files. So you would say file colon and then path uh, for the file system. So we want to do the same for cloud storage, object storage. So you could say like for instance, S3 colon and then uh, bucket slash key, and you will be able to refer uh, to a cloud storage file uh, in a nicer way. Um, so that's uh, yeah, that's essentially it, and, and also like um, the streaming file upload object, which is um, like like core micro type, we will implement uh, like an object storage specific version, uh, so you can directly retrieve a streaming file upload, which is backed by object storage as well. Um, so that there will be even less code in exactly in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Resource Loader is a great tip. It's uh, an API that we don't talk a lot about, but uh, as Alvaro said, so if you have like, if you build your application and you have like a CSV file and their source main resources, you can essentially read it by doing like resource loader load class path my 
CSV file. And, and that will essentially give you, I think it gives you like an input stream of the file. Um, right. And then you can do whatever you want to do with that file. Um, so that's a really, yeah, that's uh, having the ability of, of loading remote files. I think that's great um, for applications because we see many times that like, people like have configuration that they ship in custom files or like some theming of the application. Right. And also uh, the point is that um, that sometimes where, for example, you <clears throat> you may want to retrieve an object from the object storage just with the purpose of of giving it back to the client, right? So in, which, in that case, you will you shouldn't uh, consume the input stream. So, so so essentially taking the file from the cloud and then creating a local file in the server just with the purpose of returning it to the client is. It's wasteful. It's wasteful, yes. So, so it should be like the like the cloud input stream uh, all the way down to the client without um, anything else. Yeah, it makes absolute sense. Um, uh, apart from so, to learn about the module uh, as all the Micron modules, uh, if you go to uh, docs.micron.io. Uh, if you search for object storage, you will find it is in the section, I think it's in the cloud uh, category. Uh, but yeah, go to docs.micron.io uh, and if you click there in micro object storage, you will find what we uh, refer to as the reference documentation, which has like an explanation about how to use it. Uh, but also it has like um, API, which is the Java docs documentation and configuration reference, uh, which is configurations that comes directly from from our code so i will say always say that that configuration is you can trust that those things in that configuration uh, they are uh, those are the source of truth uh, that's uh, coming directly from the code apart from that alvaro has uh, written uh, several my code guides uh, guides are these step-by-step -step tutorials uh, can you talk me more about those yeah so there are guides for aws uh, google cloud and azure um, and they, like you said, is like a step, step by step tutorial about um, you know uploading a file to object storage, uh, retrieving a file from there, and then deleting a file uh, with you know the configuration specifics uh, for each cloud and and yeah tests to how to test that. So yeah, it's a um, complete. Um, source of information for people wanting to learn about the um, the module. So th there is like a quick start guide uh, in the object storage module documentation itself, uh, which showcases all the operations. Uh, but the guides are like um, a different way of, con you know, of learning about uh, the module. Yeah, the guides are kind of like more like a, a tutorial and the other ones are more like 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 documentation yeah, reference documentation yeah reference documentation so you, you will see more code in a guide uh, and you will see like more like uh, i don't know like to use object storage you have to add this dependency you will see typically those things more in the reference documentation and also like uh, uh, more information about configuration settings that you that are available for you uh, so yeah always have uh, check them both uh, they should be complementary <laughs> Um, of course, I will include links to the my code guides, uh, the object storage match code guides in the tutorials. Um, and the last thing that I wanted to mention about how to try this thing is we have 
we have features in, in MyCode Starter as well, right, Alvaro? Yes. Uh, so at the moment, we have one feature per cloud provider until we have this uh, cloud provider selection in the in the UI, which is upcoming. So, but at the moment, there are like uh, object storage AWS, object storage uh, GCP, etc. So one per each cloud provider. And that will give you the, um, the dependencies you need for for each cloud, which is essentially like a single um, it's a single module. But for example, for AWS, we also have like a dependency on the the AWS SDK P2. Same for Oracle Cloud. So so. Well, it's um, like a no-brainer way to, to add the dependency. This module builds on top of the cloud-specific modules, if you want to say that, uh, which those cloud-specific modules, they allow you to like inject the, the cloud SDK clients uh, in a micro way, so they are part of the Bing context, and you can like inject like a, an S3 client into your into your singletons and yeah, they, I will include links to Micronaut uh, launch um, which will essentially like uh, create an application which object storage in the different clouds uh, already selected for you. Uh, an important bit is that uh, when we talk about micro launch, every feature available in micro launch is available on micro CLI. So if you are like a if you are like a command line person, um, they are actually using the same code. So every feature that we support in one is supported in the other, um, and uh, if you are like using IntelliJ. I think it's only available in the Ultimate Edition. Uh, if you go to uh, IntelliJ New Project, and uh, they have like a wizard that is also using MyCodeLance API. So you can select those features as well uh, in IntelliJ. So those are the uh, three of the easiest ways to like start a MyCode project. And they all support like using these object storage features. And there is a fourth way, which is Visual Studio Code and the, the GraalVM extension pack, which will give you like a wizard for for micro projects as well. Correct. Thank you for pointing that. Um, I always forget about the Visual Studio uh, Code integration, which many people, uh, we see many people using Visual Studio Code and being extremely happy. Um, so that's fantastic that we have support. Um, there are, is there anything else that you would like to point people to about the uh, object storage? Um, I think we've covered uh, mostly everything. So I encourage people to, to try it out. Uh, if you have an existing code um, using the like the cloud-specific SDKs, uh, like the you know Amazon S3 client, I recommend I recommend migrating them over the object storage API, and then the, you know there's one thing you have to one thing less you have to worry about. Uh, so you, you know you can upload the burden of the actual implementation to us um, and it will give you like easier uh, migration paths in the future. Uh, if there's something, you know, some specific operation or some specific details of the of an operation that you will have to get supported, uh, uh, please raise an issue. Like the, whatever is common in <clears throat> in most of the providers is uh, already implemented. Like for example, for, for an upload request, uh, we support uh, metadata as uh, a map of strings, string to string, um, I don't know, content type, uh, content length, uh, that, that sort of thing which is uh, present in, in all the providers is already implemented. For things that are cloud specific, like for instance, the S3 um, ACL uh, policy, 
uh, you'll have to use the the object storage S3 implementation. Um, but uh, other than that, uh, we, we've covered like the majority of the um, of the um, actual details of both a request and a response. Yeah, what Alan said is absolutely true. If uh, we did our uh, job right, hopefully you should be able to take your your micro application, which is already using the the cloud providers uh, object storage uh, SDKs, and hopefully delete delete a bunch of code uh, from your application. Um, and as Alan said, if you find anything that uh, we could be doing better, or you have any ideas. Uh, most, if not all of our repos, they have both GitHub issues and GitHub discussions. So if you want to write something about the module which you don't think it fits 100% into an issue, GitHub discussions is a great place because they are kind of forum Q&A threaded conversations, which is nice to have them in the context of the uh, of the repo of, of object storage because then if there are issues we can like create an issue from a conversation so yeah those are a perfect uh, place to have them uh, and with object storage uh, out of the way let's move to sponsors so we have uh, quite big news about the sponsors so we recently announced two new sponsors uh, one is uh, Oracle uh, which actually uh, became uh, our first engineering partner of the Microsoft Foundation so that's uh, great news uh, uh, the Oracle Labs Microsoft team have been contributing to the framework so much for so long that it was great to have them uh, as an uh, official sponsor into the Microsoft Foundation so uh, that's uh, fantastic news uh, uh, for all of us involved into the framework and hopefully it gives also like um, people using the framework the more confidence that they are like big companies such as Oracle uh, contributing engineering time to the to the framework um, and that's of course is uh, a good sign that the framework uh, will be stable and with a secure uh, future going forward. And we announced another uh, sponsor, which is HyphenQ. Uh, 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 and HyphenQ is a company who is doing really great in the IoT space. Uh, and they are now a bronze sponsor of the Michael Foundation. Uh, I hope to have uh, Jochen uh, here in the Michael podcast to talk more about HyphenQ uh, in the future. Um, they are like themselves uh, MyCode users, so they use uh, MyCode for some uh, of their internal uh, applications. Um, and it's great to see like companies who are like using the framework uh, becoming sponsors of the framework because, as uh, I was saying before, with the Oracle sponsorship, the uh, the more companies that contribute to support open source, the the higher uh, the 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 best the more healthy uh, ecosystem we have so welcome both uh, oracle and uh, hyphen q to the mycot uh, foundation sponsors uh, family and let me thanks the other sponsors we have object computers which which is the ambassador sponsor of the mycot foundation we have uh, microstream uh, the folks uh, with whom i will be talking on uh, thursday they are also a sponsor of the mycot foundation they are silver sponsor we have uh, two other uh, bronze sponsors in addition to hyphen Q, Safri.net uh, and Visor Games, uh, Oracle, the, our engineering partner, and uh, Gradle Enterprise and IntelliJ, our uh, tool and infrastructure partner. So thanks a lot to all of them. Uh, without your support, the podcast and the framework will not be possible. Um, with all of these, I think we have a nice and a shorter episode than usual, which is sometimes <laughs> the best. Uh, 
Is there anything else that you would like to point people to, Alvaro? Uh, no, um, just uh, one, some words uh, about the, the article sponsorship. So for us, it's uh, great to 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 contribute to, to get contributing to the framework is a recognition of the the effort that we've done since uh, the last two years and uh, yeah it's um, already 16 people contributing from the article team directly to the framework plus you know some sibling things like for example the crowd vm team contributing the native field tools or the visual studio code extension pack and yeah we look forward to to make uh, micronode um, greater Again, uh, welcome uh, hyphen Q and Oracle into the MyCat Foundation sponsor family. And thanks everyone for listening to the episode. And we hopefully listen to each other in two weeks. Thank you. Mm-hmm.